Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Girl Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. I'm a regular meditator. I meditate almost every single day. But before you roll your eyes and shut off this episode, because that's like the worst braggy way to start something, let me tell you the two most common ways that I meditate. The first is that I almost always take 10 deep breaths at night after I shut off my nightlight or my light next to my bed. That's it. I count that as meditation. And the other way I most often meditate is on a walk. I take something called a meditation walk. Well, what is a meditation walk? That is what I want to talk to you about today. It's um, a walk or even part of a walk where you are present, where you meditate, whether that's you thinking, you doing mindful exercises, or you even going through a guided meditation on your phone too. For years, I did this while I was running. The first half of all my runs, I wouldn't listen to anything and I would pray. I would go through my extended family and I would kind of go down the list and pray about each person and pray about other things. And that was a form of meditation for me. I didn't know that I was doing that. Like I didn't know that counted as meditation until years ago. I had one of my dear friends send me a podcast episode on a podcast called On Being. And it was all about how running can be viewed as meditation, even the act of running. And when I listened to that episode, so much of my life made sense at that point, just why 
movement, being outside. And at that, you know, at most of my life up to that point, running had been a big part of me processing my life. Now, I don't run very much anymore. I, I would love to. I just can't. And I would love to tell you all the reasons, but it just is medical. We'll keep it at that. Nice and simple women medical issues. <laughs> I think you'll be able to read between the lines for those who know. And so because I can't run very much or hard, I, I most often walk or do like little jogs in between when I want to walk too. And this is something that being outside in and of itself is very meditative and moving. Those are very meditative. But even as part of those, to just take even a little bit of the time, a little bit of the walk and to devote it to not listening to music or to a podcast or to a book and being purposeful about the focus I want for the way I'm going to be thinking while I'm walking is a meditation. And so I want to encourage you to go on a meditation walk. Here is how this can look for you. You can start with just one minute on any kind of walk you do, whether that's around the block, or maybe you like to walk a couple miles a day or more. Maybe you have to walk on your own. Maybe you have to walk with kids around you or even with a little buddy. And you can, or by little buddy, I mean like your own friend that came out weird. So let's say that no matter what, you take one minute of that time. And I tend to like to, it to be the beginning of the walk, but you can decide if it's going to be the middle or the end or somewhere else. You take out your headphones and you have a couple different options. The option I would encourage you to start with is just being present and paying attention to your surroundings. Get all those five senses involved, but you know, what are you smelling? What are you feeling? What um, does it feel like to move your body? What are you seeing around you? Just being very present to those senses going on around you. And that's it. I say one minute because that way it's something you can always do. Even if your walk is short, even if you don't have, you don't want to think and you don't want to do a full meditation kind of thing, just starting with one minute. But with time, what you can do is you can add on those minutes and you can extend it, you know, to a couple minutes, five minutes or longer where you are just being present. And as part of this walk, not only are you moving in a way that's really meditative of, you know, in sorts, it's kind of like a regulatory movement. You're also training your brain to be better at controlling their thoughts because you're able to redirect to being present. No, I just want to be present. Oh, look at that beautiful flower. I love the pink. I love the color that smells so good. I love the feeling of the breeze on my arm and my body's feeling at peace and strong. My heart is beating, you know, just things like that, being present. And you can redirect it. Like when those other thoughts come in, like, oh, I need a grocery shop today. Yes, I do. But I'm going to be looking at my surroundings. I'm going to be present right now. Other forms of meditation could be you doing the prayer list that I kind of do, you or you get to decide, or that guided meditation. No matter what, just taking a little bit of time to do this on a walk, even if it's one time a week, I think is going to surprise you and how supportive that can really be. I walk almost seven days out of the week, even if it's just a couple blocks. And sometimes and that that can just be all I need because it helps me with this time to train my brain, but even better than that, time to rest, time to process, time to 
think even, you know, it's okay if you want to leave your meditation and not even, not even doing it purposefully. You're just going down a thought train where you, where you need to go and processing things. It always helps me. It always helps me. One of the examples I have for you is just this recent walk I did, um, the day after the Uvalde shooting. And I really felt numb that whole first day. And I'm, you know, I just, I felt so scared and angry, but mostly numb. And the second I stepped out of my front door on Wednesday morning, I found that my body just knew what to do. It knew that it was now in a safe space because I was moving my body in a really calming, regulatory way, meaning it was helping me regulate, right, my body and my emotions. And it also gave me the space to process it. And the tears started to flow right away. I am not typically a crier. I avoid hard crying emotions. I'd rather feel angry (laughs) than sad. But I needed to process that sadness and that grief for those families and for the world that we live in. And that gave me the time and the space and it had my body and my mind had the practice of being able to process through a meditation walk. So this is what I want you to do. Go on a meditation walk. Start simple. Just make it a few blocks around your house and start with even just one minute of that few block walk to be about being present or even just noticing your breathing. And that's it. Trying to empty your thoughts or you can do the prayer meditation, whatever sounds good to you. Before we go, I want to do a quick progressor spotlight. I do this for each of the uh, growth spurt episodes. And today I want to spotlight an Instagram account called Write on workshops. I don't know the first name, but I shared about the four B's of self-care that Mia Hemstad shared on the show. We did a little graphic for it. It included um, basic self-care, boring, brilliant, and bougie. And I just asked like, what do you need of these? And this is what Write on workshops said. Quote, I love every category. It's all about me. Woohoo, this teacher is a little excited for summer, but basic self-care is definitely at the top of my list. Unquote. And I just want to say, teacher, former teacher to a current teacher, yes, I'm so excited for you to have this summer. Thank you for all the work that you do. And I hope you can prioritize your own self-care right now. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.